Hello and welcome to a special podcast on incorporating technology in the middle school science classroom. My name is Linda Dillon and I'm here with Mr. Dillon who wishes to ask me some questions about my paper as it relates to science education today. Ready for your first question, Mr. Dillon? Why are middle school students the perfect age to introduce technology in the classroom? Middle school students are still excited to learn new things. They have experience in gaming and personal computing. Most have had access to computers since an early age. While they were in elementary school, they probably used computers for games, rote memorization, and basic keyboarding skills. They are now ready to do something with those skills. They have the background information and want to do something cool and interesting with that skill. Making movies, creating websites, using interactive software, solving problems, designing projects, all fit the need to express themselves. They are growing up and they have something to say. Let them say it. Ask them questions. Students are much more in tune to current events than perhaps they were 10 years ago. How important is students' prior knowledge? Well, I'd say that it is important, but not crucial. At least initially, it is the process, not the product, that's important. As the teacher, you would have to introduce the process so that everyone is on the same page. After that, let them explore the program and mentor each other. As they become more proficient, they can branch out and be more creative. You mentioned some studies in your paper. Tell me a little more about them. A group of MIT researchers put together a program to be used in teaching middle school science. It was called Vanquished. It was an interactive game that asked students to use science skills to solve a mystery. This particular program was designed to last two months. If that's just too long for you, look on the web. There's a plethora of free software available to classroom teachers. The sky's the limit. Start a search and see where it takes you. Pick the programs that fit your unit or plan. The case study by Wolf in your paper reports that laptops were the best technology device. What can you tell me about that? Well, yes, that's true for that particular case study, but I must offer a caveat. The type of technology device should be determined by first deciding what is the purpose of using the device in the classroom. The device selected should fit the program being taught, not the other way around. There have been many reports recently about the United States lagging behind other countries in science education. What advice can you offer? Well, there are several things we can do as a nation to help science education. First, technology is only part of the answer. Teaching science should use a combination of all techniques. Second, offer training for teachers from universities and businesses so that they can be updated with all of the newest technology and programs available to them. Third, be actively looking for grants and programs. Many companies and agencies want to help and they don't know how or where. Fourth, students Schools should expand their science class offerings to include earth science, space science, astronomy, alternative energies, green energy, water and oceanography, nutrition, etc. You can still teach the basic science principles while students are learning about something that interests them. Most students report that science is difficult, boring, and uninteresting. Teach science doctrine while teaching them something they are interested in and can use in life. Let's face it, many students do not go on to study science in college. Give them science information that they can use when buying properties, deciding whether to evacuate for a hurricane, what to eat to avoid diabetes, where to build hotels and bridges, make better choices regarding politics and policy making. This is where most people need science information to make the right choices for our society. Make it interesting and they will come.
Well, that's it for now. Thank you to Linda Dillon for her views on science and technology. Thanks for listening.